Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicks Nation, and welcome to another episode here on Clicks Again. I am your host, Adam, and this is episode 154. Yes, we have lasted that long on the air so far. With us in the studio today, we've got Miles, we've got Dan, and we've got Ryan. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we got Florida coming up, the new Avengers Forever set was not released yet but a lot of people are getting their products so we're going to go over some figures from then or from that set and then we're going to talk about how buys should be handled in tournaments how we think so uh so yeah before we get into hero clicks news let's get into a quick how was our week sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday there are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. Let's start out on the West Coast. Miles, how was your week? Pretty uneventful. I mean, I had a long night last night for Halloween, and yeah, didn't do much. I found out that my nephew's junior high, though, has a Heroclix club, nice. which is weird because we have no local scene. So I'm like, <laughs> huh? What's so what is this about? I've so, thought about yeah. doing that at my high school, but it just sounds like a lot of work and not a lot of payout, to be honest. Yeah, it's one of the teachers. He has a, has like a D and D club, HeroClix club, and he brings all the figures to teach the kids, which yeah. I think is awesome. No, it is. I think it's a great <laughs> yeah. um, program. It's just it's kind of like at that age too. They're not really going to be spending much on the game, and it's a. It's, yeah, it can take them quite a bit. It's very time consuming to teach them all the rules of HeroClix how to play <laughs> it. Is the best way I can say that. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. That was yeah. That was my week. All right, Ryan. How about yours? Uneventful. Mine was not too bad. Work's been crazy busy, and it will be uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, and then our weekends are pretty jam packed. Saturday was fun. We went up to. Uh, your house for the uh, for the birthday party for your son. Kids had a good time, and then Sunday we did the uh, slop events at the uh, store with all of us, and that went well. And then we finished our other store in uh, a little bit south of that on Monday. So fun, but uh, I'm glad they're they're done. <laughs> it was a long three months for those. It really it was. Felt very long. Yeah, a lot of money spent. <laughs> Um, and we'll talk about our slop events uh, in the news in just a moment here. Dan, how did your week go? Uh, I mean, it's been pretty quiet so far, honestly. Uh, it's end of month for me, so that slows down a little bit because I can't do my job for the first day of the month. So uh, I just I get to catch up on all my other paperwork that I got to do. So that part's kind of nice. Um, uh, anything else? 
I did enjoy our slop event, but we'll get to that later. So, um, as for me, nothing much. Let's see. We had our my son's birthday party on Saturday. Like Ryan said, that he came to. Uh, it was a packed house. It was a great time. As he got way too many presents, <laughs> so he has way more yeah. toys to uh, play with and leave around the house for me to step on. And then uh, Sunday we had our slop event, our month three. And then on Monday we did trick-or-treating. Uh, I did something a little – I like to be the fun house in the neighborhood. So the last two years I we have a second-story patio at the front of our house where I always like to be for trick-or-treating. So I'm either throwing candy down to the kid or something like that. In the last two years I've had a long piece of PVC piping where I th- put the candy down and kind of shoot it to the kids. Uh, they enjoyed that. But this year, I decided to step up my game. So I I made like a zip line contraption from the balcony to the basketball hoop by our driveway and put a ghost decoration with a bucket of candy on there. So every time kids would come down, the ghost would zip line all the way down to them and they could get the candy up. And then I actually attached, it was like kite string to bring it back up. And then I inserted the the kite string cardboard tube or whatever you want to call it into my electric screwdriver and then just turn that on the reel all the way back up so uh, a lot of the kids in the neighborhood enjoyed it it was fun um i have a video of it i'll probably post it on facebook just so you guys can kind of see how it was and then i also play like halloween music on the alexa where i am and i have like a strobe light going on so i like to kind of go all out and be the fun house for halloween but that was our week and now let's get into the Hero Clicks news. All right, so we are going to talk about our slop events first. So, Ryan, before we talk about ours, why don't you talk about your last one that you were in and how you did at the other store you play in? Uh, the other one, so well, first month one did not go well, and it was one of those uh, you pull both both uh, boosters being a rare, and then uh, I think I came in fourth maybe that one, and then uh, second month I pulled that super rare magic, so I was able to do pretty well. I think I came in second, and uh, Ryan Rios came in first on that one. And then uh, thir- month three, even though I didn't pull that well, uh, my dice finally turned around and uh, things went pretty well. So I was able to take first uh, month three. Uh, and then I think we ended up being tied for first place, uh, Ryan Rios and myself. So lots of prizing with that. Walked away with the Pog Your Pog, a bunch of the Famines and Nimrods and Tarot cards. And then uh, I chose Genesis because I already traded for uh, Apocalypse a couple months ago. So you've got the duo. You've got Genesis and Apocalypse. Got both, yes. Got both. And then this is one of those fun things when your wife plays with you and you need to find a second Genesis. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the store that Ryan played at, they actually got two kits for the slop. The store that we played at only got one, and I wish that I would have known that a second option would have been available because I would have just had us get two of that, so we would have gotten two Apocalypses and two Genesis instead of just one kit. So that is a good life lesson on my end for next time. But uh, we played our last month. I was going into the month three with a pretty good lead. Uh, I was 6-0 and for the first 
two months. And, uh, I know a lot of people were doing battle royals. We were doing it where you buy a booster of the slop exoswords and a regular set, build a 300 point team, and just do a regular modern tournament. Um, I think I did all the math, and I just had to win one game because I was already up by like 400 points. And uh, Ryan Redmond, Ryan Rios, and then Matt slash Pete, they were all right behind me being four and two. And, of course... Six and three? I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm saying going into on three. Oh, going in. Okay. They they were all four and two, so it was still pretty tight. So, like, if I went 0 and three on the day and one of them went... 3-0, 3-0, and 0, I would have been knocked out of first place. But um, as fate has it, the dice put me and Ryan against each other the first match. It was a very good game. Uh, he, My team was the Dazzler at low points. I pulled the White Sword Chase in my regular Exosword booster with two Purity Swords for some reason. Um, and then my other ones were the Kate Pride rare from the regular set. I had Risk A or Risk, whatever her name is, the TK person from Slop. And I had Ithka, the unbeaten from Slop as well. So I had a pretty good team. And then, Ryan, you played Korra of the Burning Heart. You had the Transporter Magic. You had the Slop Rogue. You had the Rachel Summers Rogue. And you had, who was the last piece? Uh, I've kind of blocked it out from my head already. <laughs> oh, um, Death um, from Slop. You played Death yes. at Low. Yeah. So you had Outwit. You had some pretty good hitters. Uh, it was back and forth for the most part, but ultimately what did Ryan is is he charged in with Korra, the Burning Heart, with Charge Flurry and missed both attacks, and that was kind of the game after that. Um, so I took the first game. Dan, you were on a slim chance of winning the whole thing because you were three and three going into month three, but you kind of played your face off and spoiler alert, but Dan went three and O and swept everybody. So he went three and O and got 300 points every game. So he actually went into month three or afterwards three and O with 900 points. Uh, And what was your team again, Dan? So I had, um, I have it right in front of me. Uh, I had Rachel Summers at 50. I had the prime Captain Britain Rogue at 125. I had the Common Storm at 40. And then I had Dazzler at 35 from the slop. And then I had the Recruiter Cyclops, which is 35. Yeah. So our in the second game, I played against Dan. Again, it was super close. It came down to kind of one turn where I charged in with my White Sword. I charged flurried onto um, Cyclops. You had downed my attack. I missed both attacks, and then after that, it was kind of downhill from then. But, um, Miles, I think your fan is on per usual. Uh, no, I got nothing going on oh, over here. I feel so, I hear some yeah, sort of humming in me. the background. Anyways, um, it was a good game. Dan took that game from me. And then, Ryan, who'd you play the second round? Uh, second round was uh, Cheesehead Ryan. Cheesehead Ryan. And I, do you remember what he played? He had a an X-Men theme that was pretty much all close combat. I know it had Cable. Um, I'm not sure which set it was from, even. And then uh, Gorgon from, I think, the slop. 
And then um, he did get uh, the Super Rare Hope Summers from the main set and Peepers and the Colossus that has that defend stop click yeah. at the end. Uh, so it was really just a big uh, close combat team. Yeah, and then you swept that game. So yeah. I won the first game against Ryan, lost the second game against Dan. Dan went 2-0 and against me, and then who'd you play the first round, Dan? I played um, Ryan Rios. Ryan Rios, who did not pull well, unfortunately. He had to go with a – his best figure on his team was Danny Moonstar, unfortunately. Uh, and then Ryan went – uh, beat the second game, or Ryan Redman won the second game. We have three Ryans at our store, so it's kind of hard to keep track of all of them. Uh, Ryan Redman, Tree Trunks, won the second game, swept them, and then I played Dalton in the third game, and I swept him. Dan, you played... I played Matt slash Pete. and Matt slash uh, Pete. Ryan, which I, I will give all credit to you, Ryan, because uh, I think one of the reasons I played so well was because I watched you play with the Storm and I use that every match because I was like, okay, I know how this works. She so can just boop you around and oh, okay. put him in like a kill box with the smoke or the knockback. Yeah. Well, that, what I did with Pete was, or with Matt was, I just kept pushing his Wolverine away. So he just couldn't get to me. And then I oh, would okay. just, I would just hit him from range. And then if I would hit him to flurry, I just hit him away again. So he couldn't hit me. And yeah, you're never building a uh, constructed team with her, but for sealed, she is very, very good. She's, she's amazing, and the perplex was clutch for hitting things. Like, as most of my guys had, well, like Rogue has a twelve, which is great, but like everybody else had an eleven, so or lower. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I used her perplex a lot for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I will give I give you a lot of credit for being able to like I played my team better because I watched you play her in the month prior. So. <laughs> I, I will definitely, like, I got super lucky. That was, I will say that, like, I played really well, but I also got, like, very fortunate for this, like, three, so. Yeah, I like pieces like that that do something kind of cool and unique, especially in Sealed, where you can actually pull it off. <laughs> yeah. And then, Ryan, you played against Ryan Rios in the last game and swept him. And yeah, it was. Uh, we we had some bad dice, both of us, but um, yeah, he just didn't have enough damage output. Yeah. So eventually, I went eight and one for the entire tournament with twenty four hundred points. So I was able to walk away with Apocalypse. Um, I w- was pretty sure Tree Trunks was going to win it, but then we totaled up the wins and we totaled up the points. And Dan actually, because he went three and zero oh the last month and did three clean sweeps. He ties Ryan in wins, and because there was only a 35-point difference between them in month one, and they had tied points in month two, Ryan only got 710 points in month three, and Dan got 900. Dan actually edged out Ryan by 155 points and took second. So Dan was swinging for the fences month three. And he connected all three times. So congratulations, Dan, on getting Genesis. I know it was one you really wanted, and you kind of came into month three thinking you had no shot, but you ended up walking away with her. Yeah, that was pretty I was like, well, I'm just going to play to play because I, like, I was very like, no, there's no way. I was. I felt like I was very. I was in fifth place coming into month three, and I just I, I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just play. It's fine. So I was, I was like, maybe I'll get third. I was like, maybe, maybe you know. So yeah, I'm very happy about it, but uh, I, I get I, I get the the frustration. 
Yeah. So, um, and we're going to talk about buys a little bit later. So, how I did buys for this tournament was how WizKids did it at Worlds, where it was if you have the buy, it's a win and three hundred points. Ultimately, that helped Dan and screwed over Ryan because Dan got a buy in month one. I forgot how you got it. Did you just not play the first game, or did you get low score in month one and got the buy? Do you remember how that worked, Dan? Uh, I think I just end up with the first round by in month one. Okay. And then month two, I'm pretty I, sure I, you just I, lost oh, the game and got a buy like round two or oh, round three. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. Cause my team was bad month two. Yeah. So, um, it kind of sucks because Ryan played every single game along with me. I think me, r- both Ryan's and Matt's were the only ones that didn't get buys and how I did it going into the second month was that whoever was in last place um, the month prior got the first round by that way, you know, it wouldn't be random because if month three comes along and I'm six and oh, and just need one win to guarantee the apocalypse and I randomly roll a low dice for the first round by, I automatically win. Um, I didn't want that to happen. I try to put as many elements into the winning equation as possible to make it as fair as possible and i thought i did a good enough job but (laughs) um maybe i didn't i don't know buys are really tricky and we're going to talk about that in a little bit why but ultimately i got first dan got second ryan got or tree trunks got third matt slash pete got fourth ryan rios got fifth cheesehead ryan got sixth, and dalton got seventh place so overall it was very fun but it was exhausting and i'm kind of glad it's done with and I know Ryan, I'm sure for you too, just because you played in two separate events, you said you could have played in a third event, but uh, we were paying $35 per event for this. So in totality, we spent $105 um, yeah. in total for the entire event. And you probably paid more. So he, paid, he paid $210 if, if it was the same amount, obviously, or more. Well, we got, yeah, we got double. And then double and then, again, and then extra boosters too. <laughs> yeah, so goodbye. It was an expensive event. Yeah, but it had a lot of good figures. Oh, it did. Like I don't regret it at all. It was a lot of fun, and I do hope they do this again next year, <laughs> yeah. uh, summer. And I think like I, I've been seeing, you know, Magic's up for a hundred and ten dollars, Apocalypse for a hundred and ten dollars, and I think that is a legitimate. I know a lot of people are saying like Apocalypse isn't worth that type of money, but honestly, if you think about it. He is probably more rare to get than the grand prize apocalypse because you weren't guaranteed a super rare apocalypse in a brick that came to your store. I know we didn't get one in our month too, but every store was at least guaranteed a slop apocalypse. So I have no problem with that apocalypse being over $100 because A, it's apocalypse. Everybody loves apocalypse, uh, so they want them. I think he's still good, at least for um, like casual games, so... There's that. I think that's honestly the biggest thing is that he's a very fun apocalypse that doesn't suck, and you can play him in a like a local weekly event and not feel bad about it. Yeah, and also not get him torn up. Yeah, and like I said, I I honestly think there are more grand prize apocalypses out there than super rare slop apocalypses. Um, but I could be wrong. I don't have the numbers on that. But overall, it's a fun event. I'm glad it's over with. Uh, look forward to next summer's event or whatever it is. I did not pull one super rare slop, by the way. 
I did not. I did. I did not. I, I did not either. So I was like, yeah. Well, I don't. I didn't even pull a super. I pulled, or yeah, I didn't even pull a super in any of the three months. I think I, I got a rare prime, which I feel like is close to equivalent. But I, you know, yeah. I I pulled the Chase White Sword in the last event, and that was it, which was nice because I like that guy. Miles, did you play in any slop events? You played in a online uh, one. I did. I did online one, yeah. Yeah. For, uh, that was being held by uh, what uh, Clicks Nexus. Yeah. Uh, my first one, yeah, I, I pulled the um, Annihilation. That was it. Now, how did so, that work again? Get- Are you getting those figures <clears throat> in the mail, or were they just digital versions? No, no. He we each paid for the booster, and he opened them, and then we had to build a three hundred point team with the our booster if we wanted to, or with the main set of X of Swords. You could use any amount that you wanted, but the only uh, slot figures you could use for that month was the figures that you pulled in that booster. Okay. All right. And then I know our buddy Austin played in one, and because he missed month one, he did really well in month two and month three, but because he missed month one, he was he didn't have like enough points or something like that to get the main prize um, apocalypse, even though he like dominated in month two and three, I think he said. Uh, but he did win himself a pogger pog for month three. So congratulations on that, Austin. Too bad you didn't get a Genesis or a apocalypse. All right. So next thing, which was kind of big news, was last week WizKids announced a watch list. So after all of PJ and the other Illuminati's work, they came up with a watch list, and now that watch list for Florida is null and void. So that whole um, 10-hour meeting or whatever they had and whatever was a complete waste of time. But maybe it did kind of proctor WizKids into getting into this um, watch list kind of jump started. So these are the figures that are on the Q4 2022 watch list. We have the Khan Dark Metal Wonder Woman. We have the Slop Magic. We have the Exoswords Prime Mad Jim Jasper. We have the Disney Plus Sakarian Iron Man. We have the Wonder Woman Scarab. We have the Legacy Thanos. And we have the Legacy Apocalypse. Um, and they also talk about Silver Age, which they are adding Mad Jim Jaspers, the ADW Chase Hawkeye, Slop, I'm sorry, not Slop, um, Legacy Thanos, and Legacy Apocalypse. I don't want to get into a big what do we think these figures are going to do or going to be changed because we've already talked about that. But um, are we happy with these figures that are on there? I think mostly it's going to just fix some or they're going to work with the new upcoming rules. Yeah. I really don't think it's going to be that big. Some of them are pretty obvious and they're probably pretty close to the ones that were being made for Florida anyway, like the Legacy Apocalypse. Odds are it's either going to be he's unique and still playable or his pogs are going to give up five points and not really be as playable, I don't think. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised Scarab's on here, but maybe that's just because of the new rule or the equipment ruling that they have to yeah, tweak exactly. him a little bit. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think that me personally, what I, what I hope for is that they just remove the equipped characters and it's unheld objects. That's worst case scenario. Yeah. I'd for him. It's the only thing I can think of. I mean, otherwise he's going to be with how, how many people are be equipped. Yeah, otherwise he's going to be really good. Yeah. A and it rotates next year and then be in silver forever. 
yeah. He kind of shifts because now yeah. there's not going to be stuff on the ground on his turn that he can blow up for points. But at the same time, your team's going to be able to be equipped with a ton more stuff in the beginning that he can steal. So he's kind of shifting his uh, yeah. his utility. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying the fact that he can, like, yeah, there won't be the stuff on the ground, but still being able to target out of a, like multiple friendlies, you know, because of the auto equip is big. Um, Sky Tyrant is still not on it's here, four. and WizKids you fine. the ball yet again. It's fine. He's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna get them to acknowledge He'll be like, that he needs to be on a watch list. I don't care if he <laughs> is gonna be on it in quarter two of whatever year he retires. As long as he's on there for a week, I will be happy. But I, I will get them to acknowledge that he was on the last one. Was he? That's right. He, he was, was on the last but one. He didn't get any yes. kind of errata because because he, he's fine. No. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually more in the camp now. Of like, he's fine. Like, yeah, he's fine. Fifty-fifty now. If he's fine. 50, Thanos 50. is fine. Um, but yeah, that is the watch list. So, Wonder Woman, Magic, Mad Jim, Jasper, Sakari, Iron Man, Scarab, Thanos, and Apocalypse. You, you just made the list. Just made the list. All right. So that is it for the watch list. It'll be interesting to see when they come. I don't know how many weeks after they come up with the watch list when they come out with the erratas or the. It did say one to two weeks. One to two weeks. So that was six days ago. So maybe this week sometime. So maybe we'll have even more to talk about uh, next week on the podcast. Um, All right. So we also had um, the entire set of Avengers Forever released. I was able to get a case of it, and I did an unboxing video that is up on our YouTube channel if you guys go to watch that. But no more secrecy for me and my teammates. Um, I have looked at the entire set, and um, there is one thing I do want to talk about, and I do think it's kind of serious, and I think it's not being talked about um, enough out there. But guys, Avengers Forever isn't meta. And I think we need to take five seconds of silence for this set because it is affecting a lot of people out there that there are no meta pieces in there. So if you would join me for five seconds of silence. Okay. With that being said, yes, this set is not meta, but it is fun as hell. I'm sorry. There's There's some meta stuff in that set. I don't know what you're talking about. There is, yeah. We'll see. I've heard a lot of people. Again, I use that word a lot. Bizarre. I've seen a, Bizarre some people just saying, "Oh, this set has nothing in it for me. This won't affect the meta." Every set does not have to be meta. I don't know where we, as HeroClick players, went from having fun to having having to win uh, every single event. I'm in it for the fun. Yes, do you like to win for big events? Obviously, yes, but I think we need to get back to the basic of why we started playing this game, and that was to have fun. And this is a super, super fun set. I enjoyed every single figure that I opened in my unboxing. I love the legacy cards. The team-up cards are back. They made some newer figures out here. I just I like this set a lot, and I think it's gonna it's a huge bump for casual. There's a ton of tent poles in this set that I think actually they might not yeah. be super meta, but I think they're really good. Like the super rare Hulk, I'm sure you guys talked about last week. I love him. 
he is like that is how a Hulk is supposed to be made in Hero Clicks, not these fifty point Hulks mm-hmm. that have toughness their entire dial. Like this is a Hulk. Um, what do you guys think of this set? I guess it's too. not Iron Man too. Uh, yes, this won't make a big impact in the meta. I don't think it won't make a lot of teams stronger because even the primes aren't that good in this set. It's probably one of the weaker prime sets uh, for, sure. for competitive, but they're still really fun. I still do like all of them. Uh, but I yeah, what do you guys think of this set? Some, I think it makes some keywords that were irrelevant um, possible. Maybe not top tier, but at least you can be competitive with them. It's filling um, them out, Winter yeah. Guard. Yeah, uh, Guardians that the... We have a modern-day uh, Drax and Star-Lord, finally. <laughs> and we're talking... Yeah, we're talking and that, that Star-Lord is nasty yes. for 30 points. And I actually oh, pulled yeah. his team-up card, which I was happy about. You pulled the team... Oh, I'm so jealous. That's like the... I was like, yeah, he him with the team-up card is something I definitely want. Yeah, because we I'm, got a Mantis, we got a... Drax, and we got a Star-Lord. We got a Cosmo, technically. We didn't get a Groot or Rocket or Gamora, but we've been getting those in the past lately. Yeah. Um, This is a perfect sister set to War of the Realms, which is funny, because this is what a lot of people compare it to, mine too, is that uh, when um, the first unboxing videos were going, it was was almost as disappointed as I was with War of the Realms, where that set wasn't considered meta- and all that, but if you actually look at that set as a whole, it actually was a fun set. This set almost feels like the same, and um, hopefully they don't just do this every three sets. They actually make it consistent where this is now the new thing, and they remove power creep so that this won't just disappear in a set or two. Yeah, comparing it to War of the Realms, though, I think this set is way more. The mechanics are more thought out. You can tell they spent a lot more time on this. The War of the Realms, it just felt like so bland. Or some fun pieces. No, it's like but... they they took what worked in War of the Realms, which is very few, and then decided to make the whole set like that because it has the same feel with that, with these sort of non-meta pieces, but they actually made them f- more fun. Yeah. It's and, like War of the Realms made right. And that's what I think, like the chases too, none of these are, I don't think, going to make competitive play. Maybe some of them. I know some people have been talking about Little Monster, but he's very expensive for what he does. But they're all all the chases are super fun. They've got great dials. They got deep dials. They've got fun mechanics. Uh, they're all warp worlds, so they're all you know wacky characters that combine. I don't know the whole storyline, but we got uh, Captain America and Doctor Strange. We got who's Iron Hammer? That is Thor. Tony Stark and Thor. Tony Stark and Thor. Arachnite. Is that Spider Man and Black Knight? No, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Ghost Panther, which is yeah. Ghost Rider and Black Panther. Uh, Mrs. Kang, I don't know. That's uh, Kang and that's, uh, Marvel. Who? Yeah. Marvel. Miss Marvel and Ms. Kang. Marvel. Little Monster, I'm assuming that's Ant-Man and Hulk. Uh, Green Widow, I'm assuming is Black Widow and... She-Hulk. She-Hulk, okay. And then Dormammu Red yeah. is Dormammu and Red Skull. Um, yes. So all and just looking at all their dials, they're all great. <laughs> I mean, the only one that doesn't have like super uber stats is Miss Kang, but uh, she does some pretty cool stuff. Uh, but no, overall, I yeah. really like this set. 
I am glad that I bought a case of it. I'm still thinking about getting another case of it. The only issue that I have seen with some people that have gotten their cases or bricks is that the distribution for this is very bad. Um, David Newmark got a hold of a couple bricks. He pulled a brick that did not have a chase or a prime in it, which that to me, that's inexcusable. <coughs> when you're spending this kind of money on this product, you should not be getting gypped out a chase and a prime prime minimum. I honestly think it should be chase per brick. <coughs> there should be no reason why you should. Yeah. Be. With the price. Yeah. When you're paying, what is it? $160 for 10 boosters. There should be no reason you're not getting a chase. Absolutely no reason. I don't care if it's a crappy chase or a super good chase. You should be guaranteed a chase. Um, Dalton also, our other teammate, he got two cases and he pulled dupe cases, uh, the exact same cases. And his, <laughs> I forgot what his were, but he, he did pull the prime sentry twice, which is a good thing. And he did get double green monster. So he got some good ones, but again, and, and uh prime G Hulk, I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, winter, winter Hulk. Is it? Oh, is it? Maybe it was Winter Hulk. Yeah, that's the she the the she <clears throat> Prime version. So okay, if you, yeah. I mean, he got both prime, super rare primes and little monster. That's really good. But really, that's He's not a rare. I think uh, Winter no She Hulk is the super rare. Then it's either Invincible Ant Man or Swordsman for the other prime. Oh, really? Okay, so he, yeah. she, he did get two. That's cool then. Okay. Um, so that is really cool, but that's not what you want because then you have to find someone to trade for the figures you want. You'd probably rather just pull those figures instead, but he's got some pretty good trade fodder with the winter Hulk prime, the century prime and the little monster prime. Um, yeah, that, that's that, that, that distribution is horrible. Cause if you get two chases, you should be pretty much guaranteed every one of the curs and super rares. Yeah. With four breaks. I mean, and to have them identical is just, I mean, I'll tell you right now, um, I want you to go watch the unboxing video, obviously, but I didn't pull a Prime out of my case. I got oh, a, I saw it. I got a uh, chase, yeah. but I didn't pull a Prime. It was kind of a bummer. Um, I was waiting which for it, yeah. isn't horrible because, like I said, I'm not that too thrilled. I'm not thrilled, but like I didn't want any of the Primes <laughs> necessarily except for the Sentry Prime just because I like the character. But I wasn't that disappointed. I would have been much more disappointed if I didn't pull a chase. <laughs> But um, I think Swordsman actually might be the best of the primes, and that's only because he's at forty points. Yours, they're still not going to really put him over any other thing. Yeah, no, I still, th- I still think Sentry might be overall better. I don't know. That's yeah, just... for a hundred points for his stat line, it's pretty impressive what he can do. Yeah, it's just hard to, it's just like, are they going to take the place of destroy a prime? And like, that's no. where it, it's, <laughs> no. it's, it's you just got to get that out of the way. Just don't even think about that. Just, you can't compare it to destroy a prime because yeah. 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 Um, but no, overall, I really like this set a lot. I think it's a fun set. I can't wait to play with it. Uh, I know we have like four or five events at our store, the remainder of the year. I plan on pretty much playing all of this unless there's something I need to bring in from other sets. One of them is a getting ready for Orlando event, which is like December uh, 18th or something like that. We're going to bring our teams. We're going to be playing for Orlando. But other than that, I'm just going to be making some fun team. And you guys told me that there were a bunch of X-Men in the set. There's one. Prodigy. Prodigy is the only one. 
That was the joke. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, I get to add people to my X-Men team. And I'm like, where's all these X-Men? It's a friggin' prodigy. Oh, that was that was the joke. It was like and one, yeah. He needs an errata. Needs an errata prodigy. Well, he doesn't, because he doesn't, his... he doesn't work currently because he doesn't have a range stat. Yeah. So. His rally's useless. Uh, which one? So his rally is when another friendly character within range and line of fire would roll a single D6, you may remove one. Oh, yeah, he, does, he has zero range. Um, yeah. So if you're adjacent to him, he works. Um, uh, yeah. No, no, because oh. he doesn't have range. It's still going to work. Is that still not considered in range? Still one. Adjacent? That's still one. No. Yeah. He does not have range. Oh, yep. wow. It's completely useless. Yeah. If only he started with perplex, then you could do that. Um, but he starts yeah. without wit. Or uh, shield. Get him on a shield Dazzler. team. Give him Dazzler. <laughs> Give him Dazzler. There you go. Um, <laughs> and the almighty leap climb. We all love figures with leap climb. That's such a useless power. Um, oh, I, no. They said they're going to be fixing it. Oh, so no. I, I know I, they I, are I, now, I, but yeah. currently it is useless. So, yeah. That's like I was playtesting with my uh, Grand Prize Apocalypse with uh, War and Death from the regular set, and they're flyers with Leap Climb on their last two clicks. Well, at least though, at least War has Precision Strikes, so she can potentially heal. Yeah, and, and get back there. But yeah, you mean Steel Energy or Precision Strike? Uh, she has Precision Strike, so she can at least do like the one damage you need to then trigger the Steel Energy. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't understand um, flyers with uh, lead climb, but um, that's what they have. That's like with the old uh, Marvel zombie chase Spider-Man with a zero range, but he has an energy explosion top dial. Um, But, yeah, overall, I love this set. Uh, I might buy one more brick or case, depending on it. One figure, I will, a spoiler alert, I did not pull him, but I do need for my Warp World team is I need Soldier Supreme because he is the only current leadership for Warp World out there. And um, I need him for my team, just for a fun team, nothing competitive. But And plus it's Captain America and Doctor Strange put together. Um, but any final thoughts about this set? Now, Kane or not Kane, uh, Ryan. I know you're getting like five cases of this set per usual. Uh, yeah, Miles, you're getting a brick or two. He's probably taking care of his kids. Dan, you usually don't buy bricks unless it's something you really want. But I'm assuming this is going to be like a single set for you again. I was hoping that it was going to be more than that, but no. Yeah, I'm just going to be buying single. So, Ryan, if you have any dupes that uh, you, you you are like dupes of dupes that are on my once list, I would well, he needs it. two of everything because him and his wife need one of each. So he needs yeah, that does trip. that does complicate <laughs> things. But one of the <laughs> one of the cases we do a uh, like a sealed thing at my house, so I'm only opening four like myself. Um, but then I ended up uh, usually just like selling the CURs off and uh, other stuff. That's why I specified. I was like, if he has like triplicates of something, I'm... <laughs> and then when his son starts playing, it's going to be quads of stuff. And oh, don't even. Are... Yeah, that's going to be dangerous there. <laughs> um, now, Dan, which figures were you thinking of shelling out to get for from the set? Were there any? Uh, particular... The big ones in the the rares and supers are Blue Marvel, Kazar, Mordo, Star Lord. She-Hulk, Dormammu, Ghost Rider, Gore, and then Iron Hammer and Arachnite eventually. So okay, so it's wow. not like that many. I think I, I can, it's like maybe sixteen in total or something like that. It's not really that many. But. Yeah, I think Arachnite will 
be pretty high just because who it is. Iron Hammer, I don't think will be that expensive, but just because it's a Spider-Man chase. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's just dope. I, I read the story after I saw like the preview when the comic first came out, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. So, and I I like the She-Hulk. I really do for a hundred points. She brings a lot to the table, especially if you don't win initiative and she gets plus one to her attack and defense for the game. Like that's then she's a twelve twenty defense for the entire game. Yeah, and she. No, can... I, think she, I think she. I think she's underrated. I mean, I like she's expensive and she doesn't do anything like crazy. Yeah, it's just she'll, it'll just be fun to play. And I mean, I like the dial, so I was like, this is cool. Yeah, I think she's really good for hundred points. Um, and like I said, that Hulk, I play tested. Okay, spoiler alert! I pulled him. Um, I play tested him again today, and he is super hard to take down. Especially with range pieces, obviously, because he's got the once per range attack. When Hulk or adjacent from the character would be hit, roll a d6. If you do and your roll is equal or greater to the attacker's finalized result, the attack automatically misses all targets, and after resolutions, deal one penetrating damage to the attacker. Uh, that's huge. Uh, in competitive, though, you're probably not spending 200 points on that. Um, just because. You know, I. I'd like to see someone try and actually do something. I, I think that, you know, with the bit of luck of high rolling, he could be a pain to, to take out by anyone. It can be. But now, does someone with plasticity, does he ignore that or do they cancel each other out because he's a giant? Or how does that work with giants and plasticity? Hold on a second. Uh, Based off of the wording, it's that it's still gonna. He has to roll a six to break away from them. Okay. Um, yeah. he, he doesn't get uh, it because they don't get a. They get the plus one, but the wording of plasticity clearly says that. So if it was two sizes bigger, like a colossal, they ignore it. Okay. But the I'm wording just of plasticity, the a, a twenty-five point mystique just shuts them down. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's a, that, a twenty-five that's a point issue. mystique just runs up and says, "Okay, you can't go anywhere." And now I got two rollouts, mm-hmm. and you have to hit me twice. Uh, unfortunately, I thought maybe giant size what um, broke plasticity at least by one or something like that, but apparently it doesn't. Now, what he can do though, if he hits her, he could push her away since he's got super strength. Yes, that's not that right. she couldn't run up again, but um, chalk one up for super strength. Yep, chalk one up that that juicy, juicy one damage. Even though I'm hitting you with a refrigerator, um, <laughs> and he has hypersonic. I didn't even see the flavor text for his hypersonic, but I'm kind of curious to see what it was. Uh, but I've, I don't think I've ever seen a Hulk have hypersonic before. I actually like no. it. It, it kind of works. I mean, it, it's it's a different take, and I'm 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 all for that actually. Yeah, because his speed is really low when he has it. Yeah, exactly. So he's like he's just able to move, hit, and move, which I would that makes that feels like something Hulk should be able to do. Yeah, his just not- speed is he gets angry. His yeah. flavor text for hypersonic is "Tales to Astonish." Sure, we'll, we'll <laughs> go with that because he's got Battle Fury on those clicks, also. Yes, he's big angry, big angry. But no, love the set. Um, I really enjoy it, and like I said, a lot of ten poles in the set. Hulk, She Hulk, I think is considered a ten pole. Dormammu, Iron Man, um, Sentry, the Prime. Thanos is ridiculous. We have a mission point Thanos. We've got Kane the Conqueror, yeah. who's super good. Gore the God Butcher is really good. Um, yeah, we have a 250-point Thanos with that starts with a 20 defense. That is a mission point. 
I'm pretty sure he has prob too. So you're like, hi. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, What four of those six are pretty easy to happen? I mean, consistently. Let's go over them real quick. So um, he's got a trait. Thanos starts the game with six mortal tokens. At the end of your turn, you may roll a d6, decreasing the result by negative one for each of his mortal tokens. If you do, gain mission points equal to the result minimum zero. So once per game, per event listed below, when that event occurs, remove one of Thanos' mortal tokens. Thanos uses willpower and succeeds, which will probably happen. Thanos hits an equipped character, which will probably happen. A friendly character named Taraxia is KO'd, which will probably happen, because he makes a Taraxia bystander. Um, Thanos heals two or more clicks in a single turn. That probably won't happen. Uh, uh, that, could, that could potentially happen. He does, he that's does. the hardest. Yeah, he has the high roll for his reaping. I think most regen, of the time you're probably yeah. attacking he has to roll five with him. Six, but... You're probably attacking with him and not regening, but it all depends. Oh, no, so he's, he's free. free. Never mind. Regen is free. What are you free. talking about? Never mind. I didn't see that part. Yeah. The problem yeah, is that it's a stock click, yeah. so he'll yeah, heal one less, so you got to roll a five or six. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, you're only healing one. Uh, you can support that, but no one plays really support much anymore. Um, Thanos uses his impervious and succeeds. That could happen, but there is a lot of... Um, penetrating damage out there, and then a f- character's finalized attack roll is a crit miss. That's probably the least likely to happen. Um, so if I'm reading this right, if one of those happens, you just minus one mortal token. I'm kind of confused. Yeah. And, and then you gain a mission yeah, point moving. for each one that happens? No, you have to roll a d6 after your turn, and you subtract the result by one with a minimum of zero. So if you take off one token, you have to roll a six in order to get one mission point. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a cool mechanic. I think it's fun and casual. I don't think it'll ever work in competitive, but it, it could. Someone might be able to Too much has to go right. Yeah. Yes, too much has to go right, yeah. And you just have to, I mean, he is 250 points. You have to play him fast because you want to get as many turns in him as possible to get those mission points. So um, I think your turns are going to be pretty simple. The problem is he doesn't ignore um, anything for shooting. And if you just put a 25-point mystique next to him, he's kind of screwed. Um, <laughs> yes. but I mean, yeah, with any type, piece. Yeah. Um, or so you can do that. That's that's his big weakness. He does get phasing in the middle, but then again, he's not attacking, so it's like, eh. Yeah. Well, with the auto equip, you could maybe do some things to help that, but I just don't know what you would equip him with. Maybe uh, like I would go all black necro sword because then Mystique just dies in three turns. But I probably go Colony. I think maybe is that the one that makes blocking? No, it's the one, that's the one. It's the one from it gives you exploit, and then you do plus one damage if uh. you share a keyword with a character. Yep. So it's just like, yeah, basically. Yeah, he's got some top keywords. Yeah. Yeah, Black so. Order, Cosmic Deity, Eternal, Minions of Thanos, Ruler, and Scientist. I don't know how Thanos has Minions of Thanos keyword. I, I never uh, they, they've, they've Or Scientist. I feel like he's had Scientist I've before. Yeah, he's definitely had Scientist. Yeah, I just don't yeah. see him. I just don't see him as a Scientist. It's just, It's really weird to see him, like theming with those you know yeah i would like to get myself a Kane the conqueror just because i like that figure um yeah so i might just and he's just a super rare so i should be able to get one but um i love the sets i hope you guys go out and buy it i hope just because there aren't any meta figures in this that is discouraging you from buying this set 
Um, super fun set, especially if you're a casual play player. Um, go out and buy at least a brick, especially since you are getting at least with your brick a legacy card and a team up card. You get both of those in that legacy pack, and um, I like that how they're giving you kind of more bang for your buck for a brick. Uh, all right, so our last segment we talked a little bit more, or we talked a little bit about before and about how buys work. So let's talk a little bit about how buys should work in tournaments. All right, so like we were saying in our slop event, Ryan kind of got screwed over at the end because Dan did play his face off in the last of our month, but he did technically get two buys, which gave him two free wins and 600 total points, which is huge in a tournament, um, any tournament regardless. So I posted something on the HeroClix collectors, whatever you want to call it, uh, Facebook page just to see what people would think about what's the best way to do buys and actually me and Dan and Dalton and the manager were talking about how buys should kind of work also and one thing was should you just get the win with zero points should you get the win and half the team build should you get the win and the full team build uh, our manager suggested that you could do the win plus the average amount of points from the winning players from that round. But I think that's a lot of work, especially like, let's say you have 150 people. You have to total up 75 people's points and then divide that by how many people. And I just think that's not the way to go because that puts too much work on the judges. Um but then another one was, and this wouldn't really go for other like worlds and nationals and things like that, but for something like this that's multiple months, our manager came up with a good idea where you only get one buy the entire event. So uh, Dan wouldn't have gotten two buys. He would have gotten one instead, and then that might have adjusted the finals at the end. Who knows? But um, it's it. If I only got one buy, I, I, I see you take off. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that because I, I, I probably wouldn't have got three hundred points in that other game. So yeah, uh, I think I was ahead of Ryan by like one hundred and fifty-five. So I would have then only beaten him by five points had I only gotten the hundred and fifty of the one buy. So. Yeah, it's just kind of tricky because I think in total we had nine buys. If I'm yeah, because we had three games each, three weeks, nine buys. So everybody would have got a buy. So I don't know if that really matters because you all basically get a win in 300 points. I don't know. Buy, buys suck, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it wouldn't negate it all. It would have negated it. But, yeah, buys suck. If no ever, one likes buys. Yeah. And the reason why at our, our store, why I make them full points is because you come to the store or the event to play Heroclix. You don't go there to sit out around and get gypped by points. So that's why I liked that when WizKids at Worlds made it 300 points, I thought that was fair because, like I said, you go there to play the game, not to sit there and get half the points when you could get full points. But um, 
What are your guys' thoughts? How can we fix the buy? I mean, obviously the thing is just don't have an odd number of people, but that is kind of hard to do, especially if you don't have an even number or people start dropping, things like that. What's the solution for the buy round? I think I'm fine with the 150. You like the 150? And that was I don't know if there really is cuz it... Yeah, cuz it's, it's a yeah, just, you're already you. getting the win. Cuz 150 Yeah, the the win I think is the most important part about it. Yeah, over um, the points. We had how low scoring most games are. We had 106 people vote on our poll. We only had 4% vote for the win and zero points. The majority 72% was for the win in 150, 14 was for the win in 300, and then 10% was for the average points. But like I said, I think that's just way too much more effort on the judge's part to do so. So I don't know. Um, I don't – because I know that the big discussion for Worlds was because, what, like 121 people or something like that got by the first round because Mm -hmm. they had already qualified – I know there are some people saying that they were thinking about not taking the buy just so they could get more than the 150 points, but then they changed it to 300 points, and then everybody took the buy, obviously. Well, part of the the thing that's different with that, though, is that this was the first time at Worlds where you didn't have to use your points to qualify. So the first round was more or less the people qualifying to play versus you, if you paid your points that just got you into the next round. So it was a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I wish there was a way to eliminate the buy. Someone suggested, let me read some of the comments if I can find them. Um, someone suggested that there should be a judge that plays um, the person that has the buy. But then I believe Anthony Barnstable said, then that takes a judge away from actual judging tables. So you would actually probably have to hire on a, a plus one judge just to play the buys, which I don't yeah, think that's worth a designated play by player. Yeah. A des- yeah. He, a designated he does be all he can do judge by player. I don't think that solves anything. I mean, would you just would you just make the judge uh, an active player, but not in the record of the tournament? I don't know. Yeah, that's where it gets it. I think in that case, because yeah, in that case, it would be you not getting your uh, your playing basically. So that takes you out of playing. So I don't really think that's an option that you would like. Yeah. No. Basically, it would be it would have been a six-person event, and you would have not played. And if it was by chance an odd number, and then that would be where you would play, and then they would still have gotten the points, is what they're suggesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't like buys. I wish there was a way to just not have them. But I, and honestly, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you do you think? getting a buy is good for you or I mean obviously Dan it worked for you but is it because if you get the buy obviously you want the more points so like let's say it's a hundred person or a 99 person tournament you get swept you don't get any points and then you get the buy a win and 300 points now you're one and one with 300 points which that actually could 
be someone's record who actually played those two games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just like that because if, let's say, you had a super bad, you know, first round, it gets you back into the tournament. I don't think a win and 150 points gets you back in the tournament. Now, there are probably people out there that are one and one and have 150 points that have played the two games. But I feel like maybe you just had some bad luck the first game or first round, and that win and that 300 points gets you back into that tournament, and you don't have to just um, pop out of that tournament. I I really don't think 300 is enough because I think buys are actually needed, especially in the longer events. It gives you an hour of, like, reset time. And the 150 points I don't think is as, as important as the win. Because if you have a buy with 150 points, but you still end up 4-1, and one, you're still going to make top cut, regardless of points. I think your record is going to be more important than than points as the tiebreaker. And But, yeah, buys for sure need to happen for longer events, I think, just for that reset. Because, I mean, do I, do, how long was Worlds? Ten hours? Something like that? I don't even remember. Yeah, I just. <laughs> I would expect that. I would, I would hope you might not. You might have shelved that memory after a while. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like yeah, they, that hour of just cooldown time. I think is actually really advantageous for sure. I just think points in the current meta right now are so hard to come by. Like for Thanos teams, a lot of them are just. Like at least I should say, playing against a Thanos team, Thanos is point denial we'll just say it out loud but i know a lot of people that if who were playing against like you um ryan you i don't remember Easily. how many points you got in totality i think i'm using that word wrong in total but you every team you played was point denial basically yeah and, so a 300 point buy would have been a game changer yeah that would have been hu- i mean you didn't get a buy at worlds but it would have been huge for you because didn't you say you only had like seven hundred and something points going into top cut? Um, I don't games? even know if it was that much, yeah. and it would be including the three hundred point uh, first round buy. Yeah, so you only got let's say four hundred points or so in the five. Yeah, I don't games even think I did that actually because it was all a lot of my games are below a hundred points that I won. Yeah, so that's what I mean by I think three hundred is might be the way to go because that gets you back in the game. I don't think one hundred and fifty does that, but well, that's more of the problem of the the meta right now, though. You know, because I mm-hmm. lost giving me three hundred points doesn't really seem to be shooting me up to the top. Where somebody else that won two games and earned one hundred and fifty each, that just doesn't seem the same. Yeah. But then you look on the other side of it. So, like, let's say for our month three slop, I just had to win one game. I jokingly, after Ryan's first turn, I said, "Scoop, I'll take the I'll take the buy in the next round." Um, if, if that were to happen, let's just say I got destroyed by Ryan and scored zero points, and then I get the buy, I automatically win because I get the win in three hundred points. So there mm-hmm. are pros to it. And then there are cons to it. Now, if I would have only got 150, then it's probably not a guaranteed win for me. Then someone else who, um, you know, played lights out like Dan did could sneak in behind and take the victory from me. So there's pros and cons of both the 150 and the 300. It just kind of depends on who is on what end of the pro and who's on the con. It kind of it, the the 300 point kind of screws over. 
the people that are, you know, one, like the top five in there because um, they could easily lose a game, get zero points. And then someone who got a second round by got 300, they could jump ahead of them. But then the 150.1, it could screw over the person that just gets the buy. So it's really, it really depends on the situation um, for either one. I don't, and I don't know the answers. Do we, do you make it 200 mm. points? You kind of meet, or 225? Do you meet in the middle where it's not as aggressive of a point value to give, but it's not a kind of, a gimme gimme points i don't know what do you guys think well you also got to think about placing and who you're going to play if you play uh if you get your win the buy you're also going to be playing somebody else with the win so odds are you're going to be playing somebody else that earned their points and if that happens then the winner will get the next win and the loser will drop down yeah and get the loss Dan? Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see who got the who was at, who got the most advantage from the buys from worlds. Which I don't, I doubt there's going to be like you know a bracket system. But I think with that information, I think we'd be able to be more inclined on what works and what doesn't. Um, I mean, I'm I'm okay with the 150. I mean, like it's it's because like I basically benefited from that. And like it sucks because I mean I didn't. Uh, what's the word for it? Like, I still played really well, like month three, but like the fact that I had the two buys did certainly help me quite a lot. So I, and I don't know, like, had I only gotten, or well, I'm pretty sure had I only gotten 150 each month, then I would have just clearly beat me. So, yeah, if you would have got 150 month, 150 points month one and month two, uh, you would have been weighed down in points and you would have had a chance. But because of 300 points, um, it got you back in the game and you were able to get second place for it. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wish I did. I wish they could somehow just get rid of buys, but obviously you can't just, you just can't not, not play somebody if there's an odd number of people. Um, someone did mention on here yeah. that at their venue or at a tournament, <clears throat> excuse me, the person that got the buy got, or was able to partake in a three-way match, but I don't know how that would work because then you have to figure out what two players you're going to be playing against, and then if one of those players wipes the other two people, do they get 600 points? Like, that one kind of seems well, odd to me. I'm trying to find who's With three that. people, though, you do You'd only have one buy, though, right? Because that means because two people would normally play, or was I misreading that? The, he, I think well. he was saying that they would that the person who got the buy would join a head-to-head matchup and make it a head-to-head-to-head matchup. So it'd be oh. a, a a one v one v one. But then, how do you I don't, do yeah, that's, points? And I don't like that. Who do you dis, and who yeah. decides who the buy person? plays who because then i feel like the other two people would either get screwed by that Mm -hmm. because then it's a win and double loss for those two people but then like i said would the winner let's say the winner somehow took out both teams on the other end would they get 600 points and then they're that's basically i mean a win and 600 points I don't think is even possible just because you can't score more than 300 points, but 
It just seemed like a yeah. very one, weird, very weird way to. Uh, here it is. For ten plus years, we've done win and yeah. half points of total boiled. We also give the buy an option to play a three way with two players matched up if it's a casual. Oh, if it's a casual event, okay, casual event, okay. okay. That's, yeah. I didn't read that part, but um, yeah, casual event for sure. We do that all the time. Um, but it would never. That would never be possible in an actual tournament setting. Um, but yeah, hopefully. I mean, I think the ultimate answer is it's either one fifty or three hundred. It's just depending on who's running the events and what they want. I personally like the three hundred, just because, like I said, you come there to play the game, not to sit there. Uh, and not participate. So that's my reasoning for the 300-point fit. Um, bye. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. Anything else we want to talk about? I do think next week we are going to be doing the uh, set review. Um, I know AJ from ClickStads wants to come on the show and do that, so plan on that. I don't know if we'll be able to get through everything. That might be a two-parter just because we have um, – the legacy cards, the team-ups, um, a lot of stuff to talk about. We never did a slop review, uh, yeah. but um, I was uh, already... EagleCast just dropped all of their, uh, all the, the Roll20. It, I mean, it'd be cool to do a tier list system since we have oh. all the tokens. Yeah, we could do that. Um, we probably won't do that mm. on air, but if you guys want to do that individually and then post it on Facebook... Yeah, uh, you could do that. That's what. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't expect many figures to be in the S tier, like I said earlier. But some people might surprise us. <laughs> some people do come up with some crazy combinations out there and make uh, some surprising teams, like the whole Scarlet Witch and the Angler. Like no one thought about that until Worlds, and it won Worlds. Um, so we'll see. Um, what we can do with that set. I'm I'm guessing we're going to be doing probably commons through rares because I like the, I don't like to just bypass a figure just because it's not good. I'd rather just break it down and, you know, is it competitive? Is it casual? Or it doesn't even deserve to come out of the box kind of thing, which there are always those figures in sets. So we'll probably do commons through rares the first time. And then the following week, um, which I think would be the week of release day, we'll do the uh, Super Rares Chases and Legacy Cards and Team Up Cards. So look for that. Um, But anything else you guys want to talk about beforehand? What's the date today? So today is the first. So, yeah, next week, Wednesday, is when the set officially releases. Um, We, or I should say, I unfortunately did not get any product from WizKids, but I was able to get another case because I wanted to get an unboxing out there for you guys. Hopefully next set, WizKids will uh, be able to send me some stuff because I would love to review stuff for them and give you guys some previews of some of the figures out there. But a lot of unboxing videos out there right now. Um, I hope you guys all enjoy that. If any of you have been to a pre-release, I hope you guys uh, pulled well. This was a very... I just want to touch on this real quick. This was a very weird set, the way the set was previewed. Like, a lot of sets went up, or a lot of figures went up on eBay way before the pre-releases, which was odd to me. 
So I don't know if someone maybe got a hold of it from overseas because I know overseas gets a little bit earlier. Um, but there are a lot of cases and bricks and figures up on eBay, and that's how a lot of the figures got spoiled. It was just a very weird way this set was revealed to the players. So it does sound like what happened was the um, pre-release product was shipped with month three of the uh, the OP uh, slot. Yeah, so that's why people, people started. Yeah, yeah, people started running their um, their pre-releases like that Sunday or Saturday, I think even. So they read it like a week or so earlier than they were supposed to, or not supposed to, but usual when they're supposed when the set when the dates yeah. usual set for. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely earlier than it was supposed to be because they weren't supposed to start until uh, last Wednesday, and they yeah. were starting at least the week before. Okay, so that makes a little bit more sense. Which it also makes sense on like Alliance and that because why not just send one big box rather than two smaller boxes and save on shipping. So I guess that, right. um, but th- that's what's weird is the out here, um, at least up in Portland, they still haven't got their uh, shipment, so they have no pre-release. You guys are different distribution, though, aren't you? Than Alliance? Ali- no, they they're Alliance, and Alliance didn't get them in. Yeah, there, there's, there's a difference between uh, middle and. Uh, yeah, he wants me to get a video is. on them cutting frogs. I don't know. <laughs> cutting frogs. <laughs> A yeah. little, good old uh, okay. science class in eighth grade yeah. when you dissected frogs. Yeah, um, yeah that and cooking fish. Cooking Typical fish. three-year-old. Daddy Typical. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for uh, another unboxing, possibly. Uh, Ryan, with all the cases you get, you should start unboxing videos and posting it on our Facebook page. That's a lot to unbox. <laughs> just do like what one a day or something like that i mean by by case three you should just be whipping through those things see i i don't buy that much personally just because that's so much to go through like the case that i went through today afterwards was just you have to find a good chunk of your time during the day to go through that stuff and then you know which one, what what dupes do you keep? Because like I didn't realize the vision. You need at least three of him to work because he can make like two versions of himself. And then there's generics in there and things like that. Oh yeah, I try to keep as many generics as possible. Like I have tons of Hellfire Club Guards and uh, the Cree and Scroll guys and all that stuff. Yeah, I never throw away my generics. I always keep them just in case. But no, I'll teach you how to do a quick unboxing, and you and. Uh, Kristen can do a quick unboxing. Maybe not all Everyone's five. Seen all the figures. I don't see how if I if I undo, if I do an unboxing in a week and a half, why anybody would care that I pulled anything? Because they want to see what you get. They want to see all the plastic crack. There's always that you know that rare figure that you know a Hulk comes on a Star Lord base or something like that, and then you have it on film that it actually happened. I've, that makes yeah, me then feel you, Then you film your games. <laughs> Exactly. That way, you know, we can see how the characters work before competitive events, you know? We want to see this belt that you guys have to pass around every month or whatever it is you guys do. I mean, the belt, the, belt is pretty, the belt is pretty cool, we'll say that. Yeah, yeah. you know, that would be a little bit more interesting as uh, doing one of those games because we do have the, the belt that we do every month with a generic keyword. See, so you have to send me a picture of the belt, like, flat out on something so that I can crop that out and put it on your Groot um avatar here <laughs> or at least better. like throw it over the shoulder or something like that however you want to uh-huh. wear it um but yeah that's gonna be it for the podcast i'm rambling now i'm just wasting on time here 
Uh, but thanks, everyone, for joining. So stay tuned for more unboxings from me, possibly Ryan. I did do our Patreon last night, and I have already shipped out most of the stuff. Um, the gentleman that won the Warp World Phoenix, he was only a $3 patron. Congratulations. I believe his name was Zep. Um, I didn't ship that out just because I couldn't find a box to fit it in. So I have to find a box, and then I will ship that out. But um, all of that stuff is shipped out. Um, if you do win, I just ask that you maybe help for shipping just because that does get kind of pricey. Uh, but I do have stuff for the next Patreon. Um, for I can't believe it's November already. Like I'm already hearing Mariah Carey in the background places. Yes. Um, and like Christmas is less than two months away. That's just crazy. And like the Clicks Cup, or I keep calling it the Clicks Cup, the Champion Clicks Open is a month and what, five days away? Two months and five days away? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, if you haven't signed up for that yet, make sure you do because his registration fee goes up on the 15th. So if you were still on the fence about that, make sure you sign up within the next two weeks or else um, the fee for all the events will go up. Um, from what I've been talking to David is that the pricing is going to be pretty nuts for this set or for this event just because of you know all the people coming and Scott Porter coming and uh, connections and everything like that. So I'm really excited to spend a couple days in Florida in January. I know Dan yeah, and Ryan's going to. If you're on the fence, absolutely do it. You won't regret it. The first one that they threw was really just awesome. And this one is shaping up to even be better, it looks like. Yeah, it was a great starter event for um, right the next few years to come. And I honestly wasn't planning on going every year, but this might be my my new origins to be honest, because it is so much fun. It is pretty pricey. You know, plane ticket, hotel ticket. You probably go to Disney or something like that. Florida ain't cheap, but um, it probably is going to be my yearly vacation with the family. So we'll be doing that for sure. I mean, it's a good way to get out in the winter, uh, to be fair. Like, yes, Florida is not too bad in the wintertime. Florida, yeah, moving it to January was huge. Yeah, Florida <laughs> sucked in July. I was I like I said at Disney World, I have never been so happy and so miserable at the same time. Um Disney was fun, but it was it was brutally hot. And then apparently like three days after we left, they got hit by some like monsoon or something like that, and Disney was like two feet underwater. Like I just saw videos of people pushing strollers with like their kids feet hanging in the water it was kind of weird um so we had just missed whatever hit florida but again i am rambling um miles have you confirmed whether you were going or not yet uh no i'm actually going to be in vegas for the majestics event oh that's the same weekend Mm -hmm. okay yes i'm I'm going with the click stats oh nice so we got a nice cheap airbnb and we're going to be road tripping 14 hours in the winter Oh my. oh my! <laughs> make sure at some point it's hit, a lot cheaper. Make sure at some point you hit the casino and put five dollars on eight black for me. Okay, so I'll lu- do that. My lucky number. Um, I'll live stream it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but uh, okay. Again, I'm rambling. I'm going to end the podcast. So thanks everyone out there. Hope you enjoy your pre-releases. Good luck on all your polls. Uh, and then next week we'll be do a set release uh, for Avengers Forever. But until next time, guys, make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.